You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Fully Loaded Chew is tobacco-free, long-cut, and pouches that gives you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz that you're used to without tobacco. Fully Loaded Chew comes in nine flavors and is made with all food-grade ingredients and tobacco-free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine there is. To give us a try, head on over to FullyLoadedChew.com for a $1 can of chew with free shipping when you enter the code OUTDOOR1. O-U-T-D-O-O-R and the number one. Lastly, many outdoorsmen are trying to quit tobacco altogether and fully loaded chew may be that first step. For more information on our product line, visit FullyLoadedChew.com. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with your hosts, Nate Thomas and Micah Winstead. Every time you say my name differently. You know, I know, that's I, I gotta try to kind of messes with switch me. it up. Not gonna lie. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> well, you can do the intro next time. Okay. I'll okay, do it. I'll, I'll let you do it. I'll let you do it next time. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna promise that, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> you and your OCD. Um, no, I just gotta say it. I gotta, I gotta say, say the it. same thing. I'm the, I'm the main host. I gotta say it. Dude, today's show might, I have said this, I know this about every damn show we've ever done. Well, it's, you know. But this is the one I'm most excited for. Well, yeah. I would say. I mean, you're part of it. It's part of the family. It's, you know, how would I, I don't even know how to say it. You know, you're pushing the tradition on. Right. So, yeah. it, it's it's really cool. Today's show um, is going to be kind of. Two shows, actually, I guess two and a half. But we are doing, um, we are going to have my son on, yep, Caden, who killed his first deer last Saturday. Yeah. Uh, opening day of youth season in Missouri. He didn't kill it with a rifle, but it was killed on that Saturday. And so uh, we're going to, we, we get to have Caden on and interview him on his first deer. Mm-hmm. He does a real good job uh, for being an 11 year old boy. Yep, being nervous. About. <laughs> nervous. Uh, he thought everybody was listening to it as we were recording. Recording. Yeah. So um, we have him on, and then uh, we'll actually afterwards kind of talk about what it is, what it means to take your kids hunting, take mm-hmm. a kid hunting. Yep. You know, not just your kids, and um, you know, just kind of BS with each other about that uh, after his show. Um, before we start with Caden, we do have our friends with the Conservation Federation on real quick to talk about the Share the Harvest program. 
I wanted to have them on uh, real fast before rifle season hits in Missouri and the Orange Army shows up and does their thing mm-hmm. um, to talk about the Share the Harvest program and, and what it is. And it's just a quick 10-minute thing with him. Um, and so if you want to get involved in sharing the harvest, uh, there's some information there. That'll be in between this uh, this intro and our interview with Caden. Yep. So um, Sponsors. We got one for you today, uh, Cutty Back. So if you guys are looking for cameras, it's kind of late in the game to be getting them set out, but you know maybe you need get a few more or something like that. You can go to Cutty Back Digital. I guess Christmas is coming. Yeah, Christmas like, is coming. Is that coming. a thing? Yeah. Maybe get People get stuff like that for Christmas, yeah, don't they? Yeah, maybe your kid needs some or something like that. There you go. Pick up a few. So, But, no, you can go cut it back, and you can use our code M-O-W-W-21 yep. or 20. 21. 21. Man, we really got to start writing these things down. I didn't I, need it. I, I, I knew it was M-O-W-W-21. Okay. Well, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> so, yeah, thanks, thanks to them for, you know, sponsoring us and everything like that and you can save yourself 10 percent. so uh other than that let's get to the show man yeah let's get into it and uh we'll have some fun you want to do the out part this is the missouri woods and water podcast good job Okay, with us tonight, I've got our friend Colton Zirkel with the Conservation Federation of Missouri. That was a mouthful real quick. Um, Colton, how's it going, sir? It's going great, Nate. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for uh, coming back on with us. You guys, you and uh, Tyler have been on the show before. But um, today, we wanted to have you on real quick, and we're going to talk about, especially since uh, rifle season's about to hit in Missouri, um, we wanted to talk about Share the Harvest uh, and give people some information that might not know about it. So you're on to do that. But real quick, why don't you tell everybody what you do uh, with the Conservation Federation and a little bit about what the Federation is for people who don't know. Great. Well, thanks for having me on again, Nate. We certainly appreciate it. Um, Yeah, so I, I do education and communication work at CFM. And so basically, you know, I run the electronic communications, website, social media, and then I manage several of our youth programs across the state. So, um, you know, those are, those are big jobs, but it's, you know, it's great to give back. I actually came up through one of the youth programs there at CFM called the Conservation Leadership Corps. So um, CFM, the Conservation Federation of Missouri, was founded in 1935. Uh, by sportsmen who saw that, you know, basically deer and turkey and wildlife were basically gone from the state at that point. And they grouped together to take politics out of conservation. And really that's been our mission ever since is to keep that mission going strong. And, um, you know, the very next year in 1936, the Conservation Commission, which would become the Missouri Department of Conservation, was founded through a citizen-led effort by the Conservation Federation. So, you know, along with MDC, we've been instrumental in the uh, one-eighth of one percent um, conservation sales tax and the one-tenth of one percent parks and soil sales tax. So um, those are a few things. And like you mentioned, Share the Harvest is one of our big programs and stream teams and that sort of thing. So um, it's great to be 
involved at conservation throughout our state. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, you're here tonight to talk about Share the Harvest, uh, one of the many programs you guys help, um, or actually you run, but you help with at least. So real yes. quick, um, we're going to we're gonna hit on the, the main points here, but uh, tell people real quick what Share the Harvest is, and then I'll, I'll ask you a few more questions. Well, really, I think it's one of the greatest things we can celebrate in Missouri because out of our abundance of our wildlife and our natural resources, um, you know, there's lots of people, you know, either enjoy hunting or they don't need all of the deer that they harvest um, or, you know, there's more deer that they need to take off of a property than they can consume themselves. And people are able to donate that to qualified processors across the whole state. And then, you know, they process the deer and it's paid for usually by donations through CFM. We kind of, you know, manage those and we have lots of partners that help us cover those costs. And then that meat goes to local families in need, whether that's to food pantries or, um, you know, people that conservation agents know that are in need. Um, it's a huge help to Missourians. And uh, I mean, I just think it's the coolest thing, a great success story that, you know, we went from that 1935 where, you know, it was a big deal to see a deer track to now, like we have such an abundance that we can share that with those less fortunate. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's a pretty awesome program. Um, we're actually doing a show tonight with my son who killed his first deer and, um, you know, I I could use some deer meat this year. I mean, I'm going to hopefully have some, but when I asked him what he wanted to do with his deer, he asked if he could help feed hungry people. And so we actually donated his deer to share the harvest this year, which I thought was pretty cool for him to do with his first deer. Um, you know, I would have let him do whatever he wanted and that's what he wanted to do. So, um, but Share the Harvest has been around for a while. So what's what's new with Share the Harvest? I know it's went through a few changes as far as what you guys are going to offer, and uh, you got some new, cool new offerings this year. Yeah, so um, I believe it was founded in 1992. So next year will be 30 years for the program. And um, if I'm not mistaken, it was started by, you know, uh, bow hunters in our state. And... Um, you know, we actually had to enact some legislation at the state level to be able to do this program. And uh, I think we mentioned that on the previous podcast, but, uh, you know, the legislation read uh, frozen and packaged meat or, you know, shelf-stable and frozen packaged meat was what was to be allowed through the program. So for you know, 28 years, we did uh, just ground deer meat. Well, last year, we amended that legislation to read frozen or shelf stable. And so we are able to now provide like jerky sticks, like, um, you know, just like anybody would buy from their processor. And we're able to provide those through programs like uh, Columbia, Missouri has the Buddy Pack program where uh, students who live in food-insecure homes are given backpacks full of food to tide them over through the weekend or to assist, you know, in their food over the weekend. So that's just another way where, you know, us as Missouri hunters can help out 
you know, young people, young Missourians in need and send home, you know, protein, uh, you know, good natural protein. And it's, I think it's awesome that your son wanted to share his deer as well. Yeah, I, I'm pretty proud of him for several reasons. And that, that just is another one that was a, a good weekend. <laughs> so, um, yeah. okay. So what does someone need to do if they want to, uh, participate and share the harvest? Maybe, you know, they're like my son and we could have used the meat, but, um, we also aren't hurting. And so, um, as far as food goes, so we decided, or he decided he wanted to donate. Um, but maybe another family's got plenty and they, they took an extra or something. So what does someone need to do if they want to participate and share the harvest? Yeah, well, there's actually several ways that people can help out. And the first of those is to, you can donate either part or all of a deer. And, you know, uh, if you just need part of the deer, you can donate the rest of it. And you can do those through the list of approved processors throughout the state. And I believe those are listed on the Missouri Department of Conservation website, so mdc.mo.gov. And they have a Share the Harvest landing page there that you can find that information. And I believe it's also in the uh, Fall Deer and Turkey magazine that they give out. Um, But another way you can help is, you know, if you're not a hunter or uh, maybe don't get a deer this year, you can help cover the cost for some of that. So, um, you know, CFM handles the donations. So if you would like to go to confedmo.org, slash donate you can go to our page and pick share the harvest in the drop down menu and you can donate monetarily to help cover those costs um you know most most processors don't charge extra for a share the harvest deer but some do so um yeah we would be more than grateful to take your donations either way uh to be able to help those missourians in need across the state so uh, to find a processor who participates, go to the Missouri Department of Conservation website. And if you are not able to donate meat, but you want to help out in other ways, go to Con- Conservation Federation's website and uh, donate yeah. and uh, help you know cover those costs for people. So um, there's a few ways to go about helping out. You don't have to necessarily have a deer uh, down. Right. Yep. Well, yep, awesome. That's correct. Um, Colton, is there anything else you wanted to, to relay to people about Share the Harvest? No, uh, we're certainly appreciative of everyone who donated. I, I read through our records, and I think it's been more than 4.4 million pounds of deer meat has been donated through the program. And so we use as our statistics, you know, one pound equals four meals or four individual servings. So... You know, the number of people that Missouri hunters and Missouri conservationists are helping to feed is really amazing. And we're just so grateful to be a part of this, and we're grateful for every Missourian that takes part. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, we appreciate you coming on real quick and, uh, you know, giving people a reminder of Share the Harvest right before the Orange Army goes at it. And um, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of deer going down as a result and hopefully a lot of people getting fed. So appreciate you coming on and telling everybody about it. Yeah, well, thank you, Nate. And good luck to everyone that's going out here in the upcoming weeks and uh, be safe. All right. Thanks, Colton. Thank you. All right. Thanks to our friend Colton Zirkel with the Conservation Federation of Missouri for 
hopping on real quick and giving us some information about Share the Harvest this year. So if you're interested in, in participating in Share in the Harvest, uh, hop on uh, Missouri Department of Conservation's website, mdc.mo.gov, or hop over to uh, the Conservation Federation's website, confedmo.org, to get some more information. Or honestly, at the very least, if you're wanting to donate, just call your local processor and ask them if they participate. That's how I've always done it when I've donated deer. So uh, thanks for thanks to Colton for hopping on, and let's get into today's show with my son, Caden Thomas. Okay, we have a special guest tonight. Is he special? He's special <laughs> to me, maybe not you, but we got my son, Caden, on the show. What's up, bud? Not much. You ex- nervous? Yeah. <laughs> Don't be nervous. You're just talking to your dad and your uncle, Micah. Yeah. Um, still, I have like a bunch of people listening to this. So. Nobody's listening to it right now. Right. Well. Though they won't listen to it for a few days. Yeah. So, so as long as you don't screw it up, we're going to be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're going to tell, we're going to talk about what, what happened? So. No, no, no. What happened? Not the story yet, but what did you do? Why are you on the show today? Uh, I shot my first deer. You sh- you shot your first deer. Yep. And it was a what? Eight point buck. Buck. That's the correct. Um, so, what's your name again? Caden. How old are you? Eleven. Just turned eleven years old. Um, do you know how long you've been hunting? Uh, I've been hunting with you for a while, but this year we started. Like I started. You started hunting. Yeah. yeah. You've been going. Yeah. And so, stuff. for the listener, Caden's been going with me for two or three years. Mm-hmm. I think two years yeah. before this year, but he's never hunted. He's I've just been taking him and his brother mm-hmm. to get used to hunting and just what it means to be out in a tree and just see deer and all that stuff. But this is your first deer being a hunter. You, yeah. I bought a ta- an archery tag for you and also bought you your youth tag. Um, so this is your first year hunting, hunting. Yeah. Did you now, get to do... I mean, kind of jumping the story a little bit. You got this during youth season. Did you do any hunting before youth season this year? Yes. So you did get to go we out. Did. So before we get into your hunts this year, what what did I buy? What did you get this year that helped you be able to hunt just before youth season? What did I go buy you? A uh, crossbow. Yeah, and so uh, I went, and I think we've talked about this on the show. I went yeah. and bought him. And his brother, really, a crossbow so that they could hunt more than just those two days. Maybe your niece. Or even, <laughs> yeah, or even, like, during rifle season, which is only 10 days long, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went and bought that this year, and we shot it mm-hmm. before we went hunting. And uh, I shot it a few times to sight it in, and then I let you shoot it. And what did you do when you shot it? Bullseye it. <laughs> you, you drilled that thing. You were better than me on all three shots. How about that? That's what I'll say. Um, well, okay. Also, you had to side it in, so. Yeah, but I really didn't have to do a whole lot. It was pretty darn close. I mm. think I, I made three adjustments, and that was it. Sure. So, you got to hunt before you season with me a few times. Yeah, twice. Yep, you went hunting two times before that Saturday. Yep. That's correct. Um, so, what did you? What was it like? How, how did How did we hunt? Um. So, instead. We have hooks on the tree, but instead of putting that, I didn't like that because I couldn't pick the crossbow up and bring it onto the 
sticks. We I just held it the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I was nervous doing all that because I didn't want to, on when it was the hooks, I didn't want to pick it up and not be heavy enough or I'm not strong enough and drop it. And then, or fall out of the tree, yeah. which you were scared to, to do. Yes. But yeah. he did have a harness on. Yeah, so he did have a harness on, but he was still clear. a little, he was still not real excited about being up in a tree. I've been in that stand before. I'm nervous in that <laughs> stand, but don't don't. There's nothing feel wrong bad with the stand either. Don't no, like it's, it. It's just, it's a hang on. Yeah. yeah. And it, it is not the easiest stand to get into. Yeah. Mm-mm. And so, yeah. And, but you and your brother are always tied off or harnessed off. Um, but you're right. It was the hook was a little bit far away where he would have had to lean over. Yeah. And uh, so what we ended up doing is we ended up borrowing borrowing some shooting sticks from Uncle Micah. Well. They have a little tripod on the bottom of them, mm-hmm. and you just sat your crossbow in the uh, holder and just rested the crossbow on your lap, and that's how you hunted for the evening, didn't you? Yep. So did you did you see any deer the first two hunts? Uh, I think it was the second hunt we saw. It was a spike, and mm-hmm. I just made sure the crossbow's on safety, and I practiced where I'd have to shoot the, where I would shoot him. Yeah, so he, he came into, if I shot him. actually he came into the exact same spot, <coughs> No, the one we shot. He came in the trail down. He came in a s- different way, but he still came yeah. to the same spot. Yeah. So you uh, are just trying to get used to it. Getting used to for whenever this, looking through the site. Yeah. Or the scope, Making sure acquiring the pin, target. Um, obviously, he didn't is. put his finger on the trigger because we weren't going to shoot that one. But right. yeah. just getting used to it. I even stopped the spike for him yeah. and just let him get used to you know what it would feel like if he the next step would be pulling the trigger. That's a good idea. Yeah, I, I, I was real happy, actually, Thanks. that it happened. And then you didn't actually get to hunt for a little – that was not – I think that, that was, was about few, a week before. Yeah, that was a yeah. little bit before. Um, you yeah. season. And then um, we had football. Yeah, I kept having football practice and games. Yep. But um, see if I would have took you out of football if, if it interfered with hunting. Oh, I got a football. No, he's, he's last games. He's too good at football week. anyway. I'm just a stud. Um, Super Bowl. Let's see here. Okay, so the new season hit, and dear old dad didn't do what? Probably didn't wake up in time. Be my guess. No, it wasn't about that. He had a football game on Saturday, anyways. Um, I didn't sight your rifle in. Yeah. Did I? No. So we we went hunting again with your crossbow. Which we talked about this before. The property you hunt, it's not – and where you got your stand set up, it's not really necessary to have a gun. No. Anyways. You're furthest shot. You might could could make a 60-yard shot. Right. Maybe. Right. But that's it. I'd be shooting through brush at that point. And I—that's I, what I was—I don't even know if you could do that. Yeah. Four, Forty-five. I've got one shooting lane that I would take a shot at uh-huh. if a deer was standing still. That's forty-five yards. Yeah. And that's that might be it. So yeah, forty-five, fifty yards tops. And if else, I'd be shooting through a bunch of brush. You so. would, yeah. Okay, so we didn't get to go hunting that morning because you had a football game. Yep. So you went and played your football game. You guys won. Mm-hmm. You played really good yourself too. Yeah. Um, you any, and your t- team. any touchdowns that game? Two. Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns that day. Um, thanks to his line, right? Give all you guys on the line. Mm-hmm. You always do that. The line is the only reason you would run good. <laughs> you got. You always got to take care of the big guys. Yeah. Well, had, it was actually the quarterback because he threw some good. Well, passes. he uh, he uh, he threw you a touchdown, didn't you? You caught a touchdown and ran yeah, a touchdown. He, That's right. How many uh, passing yards did he have? Well. 
I think he had like 171. Dang. Yeah, Malachi had 171 yards. And so he's like as good as Patrick Mahomes these days. <laughs> oh. Malachi's got the same haircut as Patrick Mahomes, too, I think. <laughs> Similar, yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so why don't you tell us about the hunt that day? So we got home, yep. and what did we do? And we got ready really fast. We had to get we ready. We got home, and yep. we got Crazy ready, fast. and we left. So what time did you guys get set up in the stand? Um, do you remember? No. It was about 3. About 3 o'clock. That's about perfect. After school. 3.30, somewhere in there. No, not after school. It wasn't after school. It was after your no, football game. Yeah, after football game. Okay, so we, we got out there, and what did we do? What? Uh, take, so, take us through the night. So we got into the woods, got in the stand, got settled in. Um, there. Did you have any th- anything moving before your deer came in, or was just it squirrels and chipmunks? Chipmunks, huh? You got mm-hmm. some of those. So this boy right here loves looking upwards. <laughs> like, upwards. Dad, Dad, look at that bird right there. Dad, look at that. And he's looking up. I'm like, you know, the deer are down there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, you know, he's looking up at squirrels and chipmunks, and you know, wiggling his feet, you know, like dangling his because his feet don't touch the. Oh, don't touch the bottom the of the stand. platform. So he's sitting there, like, swinging his legs, and I'm like, Caden, you got to stop moving your legs. I can't help it. <laughs> I got I'm, that same problem, bud. Don't I'm worry about it. I'm a boy. In fact, I, in fact, right before this deer came in, I, I remember hitting him on the, the leg, like, because I'm below him. Right. So I have to, like, look up and kind of. Give me my shin. And I, I, I smacked him on the leg. I'm like, dude, stop swinging your feet. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, yeah, he loves he loves that part, too. Um, in fact, let's talk about that. What do you love about hunting? Well, I like being in nature. Um, I like just it's peaceful out there. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What else? Probably, Anything else? Probably like seeing all the yeah. things that walk around that you normally don't see. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he does. Like I said, he every animal he sees is like, Dad, look at that cardinal. <laughs> Dad, look at that whatever bird. Dark eyed Junko. Yeah, um. whatever he <laughs> he knows every dang bird in the world. Yeah, you know, Dad, look at that, look at that squirrel. It's right there. I'm like, yes, thank you. Can you start looking for deer? You know, um, so he he definitely loves it. But um, anything else you love about hunting? Uh. Probably not bad. Spending a little time with Dad, huh? A little yeah. quality time. Mm-hmm. You learn what not to do. <laughs> yeah. What's some things that I you've learned this year that are helpful? Don't Before swing you, your feet. Just try to stay still in the stand. Mm-hmm. Isn't that big? Yeah. Especially when you're not in a blind, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of kids hunting blinds because they can't mm-hmm. sit still, but you and your brother are hunting in stands with me, and so we got to yep. try to sit still. Yeah. Um, what, what, have, what have you learned about walking in and out? Um, you have to be real quiet, and you have to pick your feet up so it doesn't drag all yeah, across the... Yeah, your feet, yep. Watch where you're stepping because you don't want to step on sticks, and also look out in the woods to see if... Anything that you could possibly shoot. Yep. Okay, so we got to the stand that day. Mm-hmm. We got up there, got settled, and then what happened? Tell, take us through the day. So we were in there, and we were in there for before the deer. A few hours. Yeah. And then. Did you see any deer before that one? No. No, we did not. And. Then I was sitting there, I was looking the opposite way you were looking, and you tapped me on the leg and said, there's a deer over there, so I can't see it because I'm higher than you, 
and there's a bunch of brush over there. So I was like, I can't see it, and I, then I asked if it was a buck or, or a doe, and he said it was a buck. Then I saw the point, and then I saw the tips of the antlers. He walked out, and then he got he. Oh no no don't 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 go too fast. As soon as you saw that he was a a buck, what did you ask me? Can I shoot it? Can I shoot him? <laughs> yeah, then shoot him? he I stopped yes. a while, went to the bathroom. Um, then he walked about. Um, how far do you think it is for the food plot? Like from where we first saw him till you yeah. shot him? Uh, probably fifty yards. Fifty. So did he come off the hill? Yeah, he came down that path. Okay, down that that path from the old the other property. Yeah, he came straight down that trail. And then, so he was there, and I was ready to shoot. But you told me before if we saw someone, I was going to shoot it. You'd say, "Okay, you can shoot," and you never said that. So I was waiting. I was like, "Okay, first uh, off, that's dead. not true. I did <laughs> tell you to shoot, but that's okay." All right. Okay, whatever. And then he, and then I said, "Okay, I'll shoot now," and he said, "No, don't shoot now." So then he walked a little bit further, and he was a little bit quartered away. Correct. Good job. And so he said, shoot a little bit back and a little bit high because he was 25 yards. Yeah. And you you were using a 20-yard crosshair. Yeah. So he was 25 yards, so you aim a little bit high so that you hit the spot you want. Maybe not much because it's a crossbow that's going really fast. Maybe about an inch. Yeah. yeah. And then you wanted to shoot a little far back because of why? He was quartered away from me. And then if I wanted to get, like, say, like, double lung or shoot in the heart, it'd go through the lungs and then go out the other, the um, opposite shoulder blade. There you go. Perfect. Yep. And okay, so I told you. Did you guys rehearse this earlier? <laughs> no. No. It's just I told you what to do. Yeah. And, and then I... I think I said you can shoot whenever you're ready. Mm-hmm. And what'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> you did. You you shot. And I, first first thing I'll say is I was not ready for how fast that bow. Like I've I shot the dang thing. I, right. I knew it was faster than any compound I'll ever shoot. But from the time he pulled that trigger till it hit the deer it was like oh that was that was really fast. Like, that was really quick. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't quite ready. And then it. Uh, I don't have lighted knocks on that, and I yeah. shoot lighted knocks on my bow. Uh-huh. So it threw me off, too, because I'm like, man, well, I, I, I didn't. I don't think you can put lighted knocks on it because it's a crossbow. Yeah, you can. You can. Yeah. And uh, so I, I was like, man, I don't know where that hit. But as as a hunter who's you know seen a few deer hit now, I felt like I heard that diaphragm hit. Yeah. Like, thump, thump, thump. And uh, so what happened after you shot him then? Immediately, was... immediately after you shot him, what did he do? He, uh, ran, and then he was, like, trotting or walking something there. And then we heard him cross the creek. He was, like, stepping really hard. And then he went just right up there where there was a bunch of brush we could see him. And we are pretty sure we heard him crash. But we stayed up there. I was pretty certain I heard. Yeah. yeah. He, he ran down, heard down all... into the creek bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went about 20 yards in the creek and then crossed it. And I was like, man, I'm pretty sure. Because it, really, it was really wet outside. Right. And so the amount of noise he made, I'm like, man, that, that had to be a deer dying. Because you wouldn't hear him. You wouldn't hear him, you know, just running. Right. Um, 
So, yeah, was, okay, what happened I told that? you, I was like, I'm pretty sure I heard him fall over there. So, so what was wait. Go- how are you feeling? Were you just shaking, nervous? I was or shaking okay, like crazy. Like, bef- like when you were taking the shot, were you calm, cool, collected pretty at that point? Or were well, you pretty... I had... I was trying to keep the buck fever in, but... He he said to me a few times, Dad, I'm nervous. <laughs> I said, that's okay. That's yeah. called buck fever. That's part just of it. Just think about what your jobs are. I think I even said that to you. Think mm-hmm. about what your job is. Um, of course, you have to whisper it right. the whole time. Yeah, but I mean, you got deer 25 yeah. yards away. It's kind of hard <laughs> think to have a conversation. Think about what your job is. And the good thing, I mean, I guess the bad thing for him is he had time to get ready because the deer, you know, mm-hmm. worked his way slowly in there. Uh, I, I, I wish I would have. I had my phone in my hand, and I put it down. Yeah. I wish I'd have recorded it all. But, you know, I just kind of wanted to experience it with him. Right. So, anyway, um, you did get buck fever, and that's, mm-hmm. by the way, that's a good thing. Yeah, I if know. If you don't ever get it again, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a sociopath or something. I don't know. But, uh, okay, so you got buck fever, but yep. you still did a great job. Um, so you were really shaking afterwards, weren't you? Yes. Oh, man, I bet I, I could see it. You were just. My body was like. <laughs> yeah, I took a video of him right after, and his lips were chattering or his teeth were chattering yep. and half of that was because he was cold but yeah. yeah it's hard to explain what buck fever is unless you've actually harvested yeah. an animal you know because just that adrenaline dump and then yeah. it, you know it all comes together and you, yeah i mean i still do it i still yeah. shake afterwards so after we shot did you want to get down immediately yeah i did yeah, but did, i knew but. you can't do that because you go down there he gets back up why'd you why do you get to him he either gores you or he runs off. <laughs> He's not going to go to you, probably, I know, but, but they are going to run off. I've heard a story about that. So, and you'll never find him again yeah, if he does that. You, you want to let him die because yeah. if you bump him, chances are not great that you're going to find yeah. him. Yeah. It's always best to just give him time, let them yep. you know, so expire. We, we did get down a little earlier than I would have. Well, I don't know. I but, was pretty confident that he hit a, a good shot and I heard the deer crash. Mm-hmm. So we waited for about 45 minutes. Okay. 40, 45 minutes. And initially, I just wanted to get down and go check the, to see if, because I couldn't see the arrow in the ground anywhere, which is why I like light, lighted knocks. Right. I didn't know if it passed through. So I I wanted to go check the site. So we went over there together and checked the site. And did we find the arrow? Yes. What did it look like? Blood all over it. Yeah, it had good blood on it. Um, Broke the broadhead. It didn't break the broadhead, but it did bent, bent, it. bent, bent the, uh, the, the feral, lead, the feral yeah. edge. Those slick tricks, I like them, but, man, they do not ha- hold up to anything hard. Especially right. the shoulder blade where I hit it after yeah. the exit. Yeah, on the opposite shoulder. Yep. Yeah. So we found that, and then I had you stay back, and I went and looked for, tried to find the blood where he ran. Yep. And we did find blood, didn't we? Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, we found blood pretty quick. It looked like a good hit. sounded like a good hit, and I think I heard him crash. Mm-hmm. So we did what? We... Uh, followed the blood trail. Mm-hmm. Then we followed it 20 yards maybe. And then we crossed the creek because I saw blood on the rocks in the um on the in the creek. So we crossed that. Got Which out. took forever by the way. Yes. <laughs> um, I took like two steps and I'm like come on dude come on. He's like I'm gonna get wet. I'm like just <laughs> jump. It's okay. <laughs> And so, what happened? What happened right after we crossed the creek? Uh, he started to spill. He really started to bleed. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 
And I, then I was and like, I saw, we're going to stay on this trail. This and point. I saw fur and everything because I knew it was starting to crack. Because I heard him, like, at first I heard him, like, rustling around. And then I heard him go a little bit of steps. And then I heard him go right down and just, like, started, like. Heard more than I did. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went up, looked up the hill, and he was right there. Yep. Perfect. And what did you think when you saw him? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Could you believe that you just killed a deer? No. Could you believe that you just killed a good buck? No. So what did you think when you touched his antlers and saw him for the first time? Well, I felt uh, really excited. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh... I wanted to tell mom, like, really fast. That's what he said. Can we call mom? Yeah. Yep. And. We had already called mom and told her that you shot one. Yeah. Yep. But and we texted haven't. Uncle Micah and Andy oh, yeah. and Russell and all kinds of people. Then, um, where was that? What, what did you, what did you think oh, when yeah. you first touched him? Um, and I felt his answers and I patted him on the side and I was like, I cannot believe this. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It's pretty cool, man. I couldn't believe it. It was awesome. And then what did we? So what did we do after that? We took some pictures, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and your phone died right as we walked up. My on phone it. did die right as we walked up on him. And then so we went back to the truck. Charge your phone. Charge my phone. Bit. Had to call somebody to come help us. Um, our buddy Austin came to help me. Load it into the side-by-side because yeah. I don't know that you're quite strong enough to do that yet. Probably not. <laughs> so he came to do that, so thanks, Austin, for that. Yeah, I really wish I could have been there. I can't remember what I was doing, but uh, I was off oh, doing something. I don't remember where you were. But um, and uh, anyway, so we did that, and then um, then the work started, didn't it? Mm-hmm. It's really cool killing a deer, isn't it? Yeah. And it's awesome with that feeling, but it's it also... You know, that deer gave its life for you, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Or for us or whatever. So yeah. Or we, for uh, the other people that were sharing the harvest with me. Yep. Uh, we'll tell people that that's what you did. Um, so we came home. Did you have to gut him? Well, I just had to hold the leg up. <laughs> I, I showed but. him how to gut a deer, and I'll probably do it another few times before I make him do it himself. But Yeah, yeah it's, you got to be a this little This time I, I, I did it for you, and yeah. uh, your brothers watched too. Mm-hmm. Didn't they? I can't believe Ben watched. He did. He watched the whole thing. He's probably the least grossed out. I mean, Chase was like, yeah, he was. He thought it was he pretty didn't cool. Care. No, he didn't care. But um, and then we got to take him over to the uh, little youth tournament that you were in. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. And we got to get him weighed, and we got to people got to check him out. Mm-hmm. And then we took him to the meat processor, and you you decided to do what with him? Share the harvest. He, d- he decided to do share the harvest, which is pretty cool. I let Caden decide because um, mm-hmm. we could use some. I mean, we're, we're not out, but we could use some. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. I let him decide, and he decided he wanted to help feed hungry people. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that, man. So I let him. <clears throat> I let him do that. Um. And that was that was an awesome day, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, you had one hell of a Saturday. I'll tell you yep. that. Yeah. <laughs> Winning the Super Bowl. Going well, out. not not yet. That, oh, was the, that was the the game that to was, go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So Super Bowl's on Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, 
then you got to go hunting and get you a deer. Mm-hmm. And you must have been my good luck charm because I have not seen a deer now in four days since <laughs> I went. I've been hunting every single day since we went hunting. You saw like a little. But I did tonight. But I didn't for four days before that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, hopefully that 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 unlucky streak has ended. But I'll tell you what, Caden. Uh, probably speak for Uncle Micah and Andy and everybody that's everybody listening in our family. Um, we want to tell you congratulations. You are now a hunter, you. aren't you? Yep. You're going to do this again? Mm-hmm. With Next a bow? Year. Yep. Keep it up with a bow? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And then when you get big enough, you're going to start shooting a compound. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a few years before I think you can pull back enough weight. We just got to get some creatine and we'll get <laughs> just start start doing some weightlifting. We'll get them there. But we're all very proud of you and you did a great job. You made a shot that I haven't even made yet. I mean, that deer didn't go as far as any deer that I've shot with a bow. Don't you say I double longed it? You double longed him. I mean, you just, you absolutely hammered him. And he didn't make it 30, 30 yards before falling over dead. I don't and think you heard this, but I heard the air going out of his lungs. Boy, you got better ears than me, I'll tell you that much then. But anyway, congratulations to you. Yeah, Thank buddy, you. that's you awesome. You are now a hunter. Mm-hmm. And uh, love you, buddy. Love you, too. Okay, you got anything else you want to say before you say you love you to mom? Yeah, love, love you, mom. <laughs> she, <laughs> might li- she might listen to this one She now. might listen to this one, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we'll talk to you later. Okay. All right, man. Just gives you all kinds of warm feelings inside, don't it? It does. It does. I, uh, I just, I don't know, just happy, you know, yeah. like been riding that high ever since. Yeah. I, I mean, that's just as much as it was just as much of a high for me <clears throat> as, as him. I guarantee him. it. Yeah. I No, I get it. I get it, man. That's, that's really cool. I mean, I, I think it was a few days after he actually harvested and you were just like, texting texting us guys or whatnot and you're like man dude i'm still just i'm super pumped yeah so yeah i would say the the level of happiness i had was greater than any deer i've i mean i've got some large some large deer on the wall now mm-hmm. and they don't mean they don't even hold a light to what i just experienced with him mm-hmm. um you know and it, I mean, his buck's a, n- a nice little buck, but it, you know, it's not like it's a 160 inch deer. It's right. A, you know, it's a you know, little it, was a le- it was a legal, a legal deer in the state of Missouri. Right. And actually, for you season, I guess anything's legal at that point. But right, sure. Um, but I, I, the amount of just uh, <clears throat> pride and like, uh, I can't believe he did everything well. You know, I I was expecting something to screw up sure not not to be a jerk like that's just sometimes that happens. things happen like he's this yep. is his first time he's never taken a shot at a deer before mm-hmm. he's only shot the crossbow you know a couple hey. dozen times yeah. <laughs> i mean we we have practice he was ready but it, my point is you don't know how i expected kid, something not to work right you don't know how a kid's gonna react in that type of situation because yeah. i mean it's a it's a serious and big deal taking the life of something. You know, I know it, it, it you should can, be. It should be. Yeah. You know, it's, we took that life to 
provide food for ourselves or you know others like like we said in the deal he he donated it which is awesome i mean he's going to feed a handful of families you know for a while so yeah. that's really cool but it's 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 serious stuff you know and it's not to be taken lightly yeah and he did it like i said it's just i think that's what messed with me is it I don't know, man. He <laughs> <laughs> just stoked about yeah, it, man. I'm I get just, it. I'm just stoked. I get it. It's hard to explain. And uh, uh, mostly I just try not to cry on on oh, on the you, show. You little, <laughs> you little bitch. Dude, I knew I knew I was going to have a hard time with it at some point. I thought I would I thought it would be with him, but now it's just like as you and I are talking. It's, did you did you it. did you cry out in the stand or anything? No, I didn't. I didn't. I which got, surprises me. <laughs> I'm going to call my buddy out. My buddy Skyler. Uh-huh. He took his boy up north, and they went hunting. And uh, he he's killed a doe before, uh, but he killed a buck, and it was a dang good deer. I think it was Saturday evening, if I remember right, Saturday or Sunday evening. And he's and he texts those guys, and he was like, "Hey, is is it does it make me less manly that I cried after my my son killed this deer?" And you know, we were just giving him crap a little bit, but you know. no, I get it, and. Like, I'm not even going to make fun of a, the man because I'm an emotional father. You really are. And <laughs> my kids make me cry. Yeah. Good and bad. Like, dude, I've cried for other – it's not like I'm freaking crying all the time. But sometimes it just hits me like, this is the last time I'm going to do this with them. Or, yeah. you know, this is the first time I'm going to – and, dude, I cannot believe I didn't cry out there. I won't promise that I didn't do it at home later. Really? But – yeah, and like today, I'm still like just jacked yeah. about it. Well, I mean, it's awesome, you know, carrying on that tradition. You know, when you know, in a few years, it's going to be a situation where you guys are both going out there. You're going to go to separate stands, and you're going to be talking. Hey, man, I got this thing going over here, and it's just a bonding experience. Yeah, between your you and your child, and it doesn't even have to be your kid. It could just be somebody that you took under your wing to get into hunting. Yeah, my my hope is at one point he's like, he's just ten times the hunter I am. Right. You know, teaching me stuff. Right. Which I would not be surprised by because the kid's smart. He's always like researching stuff that he finds interesting. Yeah, yeah. He's he don't like waste time. Although right. now I I take that back. There's times I catch him on YouTube like watching freaking Dude Perfect or nothing wrong with Dude Perfect, but. I have no like, idea what you're talking about. They so. just do freaking stunts and stuff. Okay. Like, that's all they do. Like, yeah. why don't you do something constructive <laughs> instead of watching this? Or, I mean, that's better than one of the, some of the stuff my kids watch. They watch oh, other yeah. kids play. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why don't you I play? I don't, I don't get this. It doesn't make sense. No, I get it, man. But, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, this is the first year. So, I've been taking the boys for at least two years. Mm-hmm. Maybe three, but at least two. And this is the first year that I've had one that, you know, is going to be a, a shooter. Mm-hmm. So I've never had to worry about nothing else before except uh, I got one extra body out there with me and a harness. Mm-hmm. I got everything in my pack. I, well, now this year I had my bow, his crossbow, a harness, and, like, shooting sticks I had to take out there. Just extra stuff. Right. But, dude, I every time I took him, there was this level of anticipation. Well, I mean, you want success for him. 
So you're just, you're hoping and you're praying and you're sitting there and you're just like, man, I really want this to happen for him. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head when you talked about tradition. Yeah. Now, I've never taken another kid hunting, so I couldn't tell you what it feels like to take someone else's kid. Mm-hmm. But when when I say, I think I'm going to name this episode, I'm going to give the episode name um, or whatever the hell it's called, the title of this episode, Take Your Kids Hunting, You Won't Regret It. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all there is to it. I downright mean it. Like, I don't know how you would regret taking your child hunting. No. I mean, you I've know. been... I've been taking Brinley since she was four years old, and I haven't taken her this year, and she's let me know. Because, and <laughs> the main reason is I just I, – You can't. I, I, I don't have a good setup for her to go with me on this property yet. I got to go get – I got to go move another stand and do some stuff. I mean, I'm going to take her at some point and just go sit somewhere, you know. Right. But – and she was – I mean, she was old enough where she could have went hunting. I just don't think she's ready for it yet. So, I'm going to, next year, next year she's going to go, she's going to have a gun or a crossbow or something like that, I haven't decided, uh, so we'll see, but she she's going to be a trigger puller next year, for nice. sure. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm looking, I'm looking really forward to it. And I think that's the, just uh, kind of the whole point of tonight's show is to just talk about what it means to continue that tradition. Mm-hmm. Now, you... You've got to introduce people to the sport because I I would assume I don't know this, but I'm one of the rare ones that didn't grow up hunting. Mm-hmm. My dad didn't hunt. My dad fished and stuff. We've talked about it before. I'm one of the rare ones that didn't grow up hunting and I'm now a hunter. Mm-hmm. I would say that's not that common com- compared to people who grew up hunting who stay stay hunters. Sure, you know what I'm saying, like. You grow up what you are, I would assume a lot of times that's what you continue going, doing throughout life, right? A lot of the, the things you enjoy doing. Yeah. So if we as hunters are all selfish and we don't want to take people hunting, I would assume the sport's going to slowly die. And it is dying. I mean, every year you hear the numbers and, you know, hunters' numbers are going down each year. Right. You know, I haven't heard the latest or whatnot. They might have. I think there was a little uptick uh, last year, and I think that was just due to COVID. That Pro- people probably, yeah. You know, people are like, "Well, I can't work, so I might as well go hunting." You know, haven't done that in a while, <laughs> or something. Yeah. So I mean, but hunters' numbers are dying, and that's not something that we we need or want, or you know, we yeah. gotta we gotta keep it going for the next generation. Because I mean, we know. We know how awesome it is. So if you can get somebody else involved in it, and they'll see how awesome it is, it just keeps on growing from there. Yeah. So, and for me, it's a it's a time to like in our, our lives. I've got four kids. They all do something like except for Bennett. He's still young. Right. They're all busy. Like our lives are always go 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 and then go some more. It's never quiet. And one thing I love about hunting with the boys is it's it's quiet. It slows down. We can down. just go out there and slow down, and we can just be together. Like yeah. he, we don't have to talk. It you know it's just 
of course they do ask questions and there's sometimes where I'm like, dude, stop talking to me, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's cool how much they've learned in the first couple of years they've already been with me. Just small things like wiggling, like we were talking about when with he was. the legs. Yeah, he still does that, and he's actually worse than his younger brother. Chase does a really good job of sitting still. Which, if you met the two, you would think the Chase exact would be, you'd have to like tie him to the tree. Chase would be the one you would think would be the wiggler. Yeah. But it is not that way in the stand. Chase is usually the one who's pretty darn still. And I'm not saying Caden's like jumping around in the stand, but there's times where I'm like, hey, dude, you're, you're swinging your feet. And I don't think he re- – I don't he doesn't realize he's doing it. Right. But uh, you just notice things like in the f- the first few years, they've gotten better at doing that themselves. They've gotten better at uh, – dude, like just to give him a pat on the back because he hasn't got to hunt yet. Chase has got the best eyes. He sees everything before me. Yeah. I mean, I think I've told the story about taking him bobcat hunting. Right. And he's like, Dad, there's something right there. And I'm like, what? I'm looking at the damn bobcat and I can't see it and he's like right there. You know, the kid the kid always sees stuff. Um and it's just it's cool like when even if it's not a matter of them being the hunter, them experiencing things like that. Yeah, the outdoors. You know, Chase at 6 years old was looking at a bobcat 20 yards in front of him. How many kids can say that? Right. A gorgeous bobcat by the way that you missed. that I missed. <laughs> you know, how many kids can say something like that? Right. Not very many. Um, you know, Caden has got, now gets to say that he, uh, has killed a buck with a bow. Oh, I'm sure he went to school Monday and (laughs) was bragging. I'm sure he was talking about it and telling his teachers. And I remember the first time I got a deer, I was a freshman in high school. First time I got a deer. And that was back when you had to have like Polaroids, you know, you didn't have phones that took pictures and stuff like that. Like you had to get (laughs) film and. We had a, a buddy of mine, uh, well, he's a friend of my dad's, a uh, friend of family, whatever you want to call it. He was the one that, l- he let me go hunting out of his land. Mm-hmm. Didn't know you were supposed to have a parent or somebody <laughs> with you, so I was out there by myself. I was 15 years old, so, but, and I harvested my first deer, and he helped me do all that stuff, and he took pictures, and I went to school Monday, or whenever we got to film back i can't remember but and I, I was super stoked i was showing all my buddies all my friends teachers everything it's 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 exciting that first i mean and it was kind of the same deal it wasn't nothing monster it was a little, little eight point yep and uh yeah so but it was super exciting well and what was cool is like i was telling everybody we we were we helped sponsor a uh a youth hunt in our county mm-hmm. um it was the second annual one and just to see, you know, there was, I think there were, there were 30 boys that killed a deer and I think a handful of girls. I can't remember. I thought it was many. like, I think there was like 50 something total. Well, thought. hunters that came and registered, but I'm talking about deer brought back that were in, brought in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There were, there were lots of kids that came, you know, registered hunters, I guess you'd call them mm-hmm. that came to the event and like, it was just really cool to see the kids I didn't really, unfortunately, get to see many kids bring in a deer. But, you know, just talking to some of the kids hunting there, like uh, my buddy Adam Harvey came in and was talking um, about, you know, him and his son and the Goodmans who put it on. They took their son um, hunting during that weekend. And just, you know, all kinds of people. One other friend of uh, 
chases that his old his baseball coach was there. Um, just you know, really cool you know stuff that all these people are experiencing that with their kids too. Yeah. Um, by the way, I got a great idea for next year. For so, to help them out or what? Yeah. So hopefully we'll get to sponsor that again next year. Yeah. But we need to try to set up down there and just interview any kid and parent that wants to share their stories. You know, is it their first deer? Come and just, you know, five, ten minutes, talk about their deer. Or even get, like, names of kids that want to do it, and we'll just have a full show about kids and their first deer. Yeah. Have, or their first time hunting. Yeah, we'll just let them call in, have a little. They don't even have to kill a deer. Just what was it right. like your first time hunting or something like that. Okay. That'd be fun. No, that's a good idea. I don't idea. know why we're talking about this right now, but. Yeah, just jot that down. <laughs> just jot that down. I'll remember it next time. Yeah. If if uh, if uh they have the. She says she's going to do it again next year. Well, hopefully. Yeah. So, you know. it, was, it was an awesome event. Yeah. Dude, people show up for kids. They do, man. And, yeah. I mean, not to beat the drum or whatever a little more, but the sponsors and stuff that everybody that kicked into that stuff, I mean, it was huge. Yeah. Huge. And she had about three weeks to put it together, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, it, w- it really wasn't something that she even had time, to, you know, the time. So I hope next year, I'm assuming it's going to be really nice and – uh, I think they're going to try to get like nonprofit status so that they can kind of do it right. Yeah. Um, and it's it's going to be pretty awesome, I think. Awesome. And it's cool that it's in our backyard. Yeah, not too you know, far I mean, from here, really. Same same county we live in. So, um, here's a good question. We're talking about getting kids, you know, into hunting. Okay. How important it is. Yeah. This has at times been me, because. I've got started hunting a little later than a lot of people. You you started hunting when you were what eight? Um, I mean, we, yeah, hunting prob- for deer. Well, no, hunting for deer. I didn't start till I was probably fourteen or fifteen. Okay, we so- always hunted squirrels and rabbits, yeah. things like that. That's how I started. We were it was squirrels and rabbits. We did a little bit of turkey hunting, but then I didn't start deer hunting. I I was probably fourteen or fifteen. Be my guess. So you had at least a ten year head start on me. Yeah. Somewhere in there. There's been times where, you know, as a hunter, if you're one of those hunters that, I don't know how the hell I'm going to try to explain this. You're a hardcore hunter, mm-hmm. hardcore bow hunter. Yeah. You're running and gunning. You are not hunting the way that is conducive to taking a child. Absolutely right? not. No. Right. You got a, your pack on you or you're standing in your pack or you're hunting out of a saddle or whatever. What would you t- tell that guy or girl that is hunting that way when they have a child that's of age to hunt? Slow down. I mean, think like drop what you're doing and yeah. take your kid hunting. It's okay. You know what I'm it's saying? O- like it's, it's okay. okay to hunt a field edge just to see a few does or something right. like that. You don't have to go five miles in or whatever the situation is to get the big buck that you're after. You know, they just yeah. want to see deer. If you take them out there for deer hunting and that's the goal, I guarantee you there's – get them on some food or something like, you know, you know where the deer are going. Go somewhere where you know you're going to at least see one. Yeah. So I, I think that's the main thing because it, it's, it's real hard. It's hard on a kid to go out there and get skunked every time. If you're going out there and getting skunked every time, I don't know how much he's going to enjoy it. But if you can get them out there and get some success, is and I, I consider success seeing deer. 
So if you can get out there and see deer, I think you're going to continue it. And he's going to, him, her, going to enjoy it a lot more. Yeah. And that was my point. Yeah. Change your goal. Right. Like, I see a lot of people becoming and I'm not. This is a great thing. I, I, we yeah, do it. I mean, I get running gun type of hunting. You want to get, what get you're deep saying. into public or whatever. Right. I get what you're saying, but I'm pretty confident the majority of people out there that are hardcore hunters and want to take their kids. I'm pretty sure they know that. I'm pretty yeah. sure they needed, you know, like hey, I don't have to, you know, walk thousand yards to the back forty or whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty confident. You know, they get it. Too. And in the grand, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, we've talked about this before our show on our show. They're only your kids. Like you only got them for a short amount of time, right? Like we, you only got. I mean, my sons are both starting a little later. Um, now part of that's because of the decisions I'm making as their dad. Uh, you know, Chase hasn't hunted yet. He's eight, and I probably. I'm not going to allow him to be the hunter, quote unquote, for another season or two. I just don't know that he's ready yet. So let's just say he's 10 when he gets to first hunt. I've only got him for at the most seven years until he's out of high school. Seven, eight years. Now, hopefully I'll get to hunt with him a lot longer than that. And you only got to hunt with him if he starts at 10, five, you know, because then then he can start going on his own. Right. Yeah. So can you legally... If you're like 15 and you're, I mean, you're obviously you're strong enough to pull back a bow. Probably, can you not hunt by yourself? I need a. Well, oh. you've got to have your hunter set. So once you safety. get, your, I think once you get your hunter safety, and you can get that at what 12. Good question. I need to figure I'm that. I'll find that out here soon because Caden will be full yeah. next year. But he might already be able to take his hunter safety. I don't, don't know. know. Find out. I need to find that rule. But until he gets, so you get him a 10. He hunts till thirteen, and then you just he decides I want to go sit in this stand, Dad. Yeah. You know, yeah, like that's my point. It's okay. Yeah, like I even had to one time. I took yeah Chase um, this year. Caden had just went hunting that night and saw the spike he talked about and practiced. Well, the next night the wind was perfect for a stand I wanted to hit back in the deep stuff, and it was only a single man setup and couldn't take another person yeah and i'm like yeah, I'm, i need to go there man i need to i need to kill him he's gonna be that and i just thought sat back to myself and i'm like you know what no i'm not gonna have another chance for another f- four or five days after tonight to take chase mm-hmm. so i'm gonna take him we're gonna go to the two-man stand yeah and you know i don't remember if we saw something or not but he still had fun right you know like They'll have a lot of fun before they start not having fun. If now, obviously, you wanted to see deer, yeah, but they'll keep having fun. Yeah, you know, I mean, sure. Part of it is just being with their mom or dad and just you know, being out there, telling stories. Yeah, you know what I loved about the tournament we were in. It's kind of like you were doing the check-in station again, dude. I you wish know? they'd bring it back because that's what this was. I mean, you pulled your truck up, you backed up, they hooked the the deer onto some gambro hooks, and you you drove it off. And they weighed it, and you backed it back up, and they dropped it back in. And everybody came and, you know, looked at it, and then they took a picture of your kid with the deer. Like, it it reminded you of that gas station, parking lot, Mm -hmm. check-in station. Yeah. Where, you know, everybody was like, oh, check this one out. Forty Woods. That's where I had to go because, you know, before the interwebs. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the internet was there, but they didn't have check-in 
or you couldn't call because then first you could call. Mm-hmm. Well, first you had to go to check-ins, then you could call, and now it's on the app. But my first deer, uh, I took it to Forty Woods, and there was a handful of people out there. Oh man, that's awesome! You know, it, it's just it's a cool experience, and I I really wish they would bring them back. Just just make them a mo- an option. Be like, yeah, if you want to, you can come check them. I'm here, and yeah, I wonder how co- wonder how popular it would be. I will say it's really easy. Yeah, to like check it. Oh yeah, I mean you can do you do it right there in the field now. Yeah. It's it's no big deal. One thing that kind of bummed me out is I'm looking at different ways to um get Caden's deer done. Yeah. And uh I've decided to do a euro on it. And Have you decided to do a euro on it? I don't know. <laughs> I think you're going to regret it. I don't think you're going to regret it. Nah, no, I think you're going to regret it, man. I think you need to just go ahead Bite the bullet. I know it's the money, but you know what? It's his first one. You got the money to do it. You might as well just do it. I don't know, buddy. It don't look like you're killing anything this <laughs> year. So, I might not be getting anything, dude. So I'm that money skunked. you had that money you had saved for you, just go ahead and get it done for him. See, I can't tell if you're serious right now or if you're just trying to make me waste six hundred bucks. <laughs> it's not wasting. Okay. It's definitely not wasting. That's true. First off. But I still can't tell if you're serious or you're just trying to make me spend money. It's just, why not? Why not? A few hundred bucks. It's a few hundred bucks. It's something that he's going to be able to pass on to his grandkids at some point. Your great grandkids, whatever. That's true. You know, it's like, why not? Good question. So I'll think about it. Yeah. Probably need to call my taxidermist (laughs) pretty soon. (laughs) Yeah. Well, as long as he's still got the cape and everything, because you gave him the cape. Yeah. You know, it, um, not much to change that. Yeah, that's true. But uh, what was I even saying before you went off on that? I don't know. Something about you getting skunked. <laughs> no, Dude, I'm just kidding. I, I am getting skunked. There's no, there's no secret there. Um, I haven't been getting skunked. I've been hunting at the wrong time. Is my problem? Same. Yeah. Same. I mean, I've I've got I've got deer coming up on camera, but it seems every day that I'm there, they're somewhere else i mean i'll still get every once in a while i'll get one on a far camera or something like that and i just had to leave at a certain time but (laughs) it was funny the other yesterday it was yesterday uh there was some some confusion with who was picking the kids up or who was going to take care of the kids i thought because brinley had some dance and some other things so i thought i was going to go pick up the kids didn't think i was going to be able to hunt long story short um so I was like, okay. And then I find out I could have went hunting because Amy had all of them. And she's like, no, I'll just take them. And I was like, N- it was already late in the day. It was like 530. I'm like, I'm not going to not gonna mess with it, you know. And sure enough, I get a, you know. 544. Yeah, 544, which I would have messed it up anyways because I would have been walking in at that time. <laughs> so... But yeah, I had a buck chasing three does in my little food plot that I got. You know? Yeah. So, and for everybody yelling at the radio right now, why would you be walking in at five thirty? I get off at that, five. He gets off at five. That's his only option. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. can hunt. He literally after... has to burn out there. And right, it's our busiest time of the year right yeah. now. I can't take off early for work, so I am strictly five. I I can use if I get off right at five. I can be in my stand by like five twenty, five twenty-five. I don't. It's not very far from work. Right. That's that's the good point. So, and then I'm to the weekends. And yeah. once the time change, the time changes Sunday. Uh, I'm going to be a weekend guy only yeah. for the most part. You know. Yep. So that's just 
the nature of the beast. And, dude, I'm hoping, like, so the beginning of the season, one of the deer I was after who is now gone, I don't know where he is, he would be there one night, and then I would be there the next night hunting him, and he wouldn't show up. And then he'd be there the next night Yeah. when I couldn't be there. Well, now, another one of the deer I'm after shows has shown up twice now, 80 yards from me. And, you know, I never got got to see him. Never saw him. Uh, you know, just a, a, a camera picture later. But, right. Oh, crap. He was on in front of that stand. I wish I yep. would have went down there. Yep. Um, Cat and mouse gay man. And now he hasn't even been around for like six days. So I'm hoping. Have you gotten pictures of him after you season? No. Ooh. Do you wait, have any wait, wait. When was you season over? Sunday. Which was what date? Uh, I'm not sure. It was like the 31st. I have a picture of him November 1st. Okay, yeah, thirty so, first. Thirty first was that's Sunday. right, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Halloween. Okay, so I have, I do have a picture of him then. Okay, good. But uh, my hope is, uh, like, okay, at the beginning of the season, I wasn't going the right nights. Now I'm going the right nights, but not not the right spot. So maybe like next week it'll be the right spot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the the deer will show up because, dude, what day is this? We're recording on. I don't even fourth. know the fourth. Caden killed his deer on the thirtieth. Then. I hunted four straight days after him and I hunted together. I did not see a single deer. I mean, I I already told you this, but I feel like you kind of maybe a little too much pressure out there nah, for a little I'm, bit. I'm getting in quiet, and they're not. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, think. man. You you and your they're son. Not, there's no deer. I didn't see any deer, so I'm not pressuring them. Because <laughs> they probably they're smell you. Nah, they don't smell nothing. <laughs> Okay, you just were in there Sunday, you Saturday. Pro- Saturday, you were in there Saturday. You killed a deer, that caused a commotion, so you left a lot of scent. I'm assuming you took the quad back there. Mm-hmm. That kind of disturbs a little bit. Forty five minutes after we not left, not much. Yeah, forty five minutes after we left, the deer I'm after was on camera, twenty yards away from where he got shot. And then he smelled all your crap around and was like, you know what, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go a break out of here. <laughs> That's I'm gonna get happened. <laughs> I don't know, man, but yeah, definitely getting skunked. But okay, let's wrap. Let's put a bow on this. Okay. What would your parting words of wisdom be to someone about taking a kid hunting? Just do it, man. You are a genius. I mean, like, well, like you I are mean, the best. I, there, there's you no, are the best podcast host. If I've you're a hunter, made. you want to you want to pass that on. I can't think of a guy that'd be like. Man, I really just do not want to take this kid hunting. <laughs> you know, I, I, I can't. Hey, in there, that. that there's that meme of Michael Jordan that says "F them kids." <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, guess there could be that guy out there, right? I mean, I guess there might be an a hole who's like, "Man, I really just want to go be there by myself." I really just don't like my kids. I don't want to take them hunting. <laughs> don't get me wrong. There's been times where I'm in the stand, I'm like, "Man, I'm really glad it's quiet out here. <laughs> really, really glad I ain't that. got no kid bugging me." Yeah, but. Nah, I think I think if you're a hunter, I think you want to pass that on. So I mean, yeah, just take him. Yeah, get you, and if you can't do it this year, next year get you an easy, either a two man or blind, whatever you know, whatever your kid needs. But get it to where you know you're at least going to see something or try. Do your best, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I'm telling you, my easy walk in, easy walk out sort of thing. My buddy Jeff. Uh, by the way, congrats to his son. Wilper? Yep. Jeff Wilper. His okay. son got a doe on Saturday. Nice. And uh, Jeff took, I'm pretty sure he t- Jeff took both of his boys. 
And so I want to give him and my buddy Dusty both a shout-out because they both took both of their sons at the same time hunting. Ooh, that's impressive. Now, as both of them have both said, they have to put them in blinds because there's just too much going on, Yeah, you know, to be up in a tree. Blinds is definitely blinds is definitely the easiest with children. Sure, and Dusty said he's going to take all three of his sons next year. And how old are they? Uh, I'm not sure. I know one of them is eight. His eight oldest, younger? No, his oldest older. son's older than that. Um, so I think he's going to be about ten or so somewhere in there. Okay. And then his middle son's eight. I don't know how. I don't. His youngest son, I don't know. Yeah. But I would assume his youngest son is close to the same age as Bennett, so probably five ish, six ish, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I suck at remembering how old other people's kids are. I mean, but don't ask me how old like, your kids are. Props to those guys, because all I've ever done is taken the boys one at a time. One at a time. Right. Yeah. So like, Caden gets this one. Chase next. Caden Chase. That's how I've been doing. I'm. It. I'm really. I've been struggling with this. Like, Lawson, my boy. <laughs> he's about to turn four. Turns four in ten days, actually. I really want to take him hunting. It's not going to happen. It's just, I don't think he could do it. You couldn't even put him in a blind. I don't think so. I'm, but I'm thinking maybe I could take him coyote hunting. Because we could just sit there for a few minutes. There's sound going on. Yeah. You know. I mean, yes, you got to be still. So, is I think if I can train him to talk quietly, because <laughs> the boy does nothing quietly. Train is, him to talk quietly. I just be like, whisper, dude, whisper. You can talk in my ear or something. I think uh, you can do it. But Because I've been wanting to take Brindley and Lawson to that little piece behind my property that I can coyote hunt. Me and Brindley were driving by there the other day, taking her to school. Gorgeous, huge coyote. You, I mean, you would have mounted this thing, dude. Really? Yeah. Dark top, red sides. Light. Why, why are we still sitting on my basement right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving him for me. <laughs> That's the We're point. going. Yeah. Or I also thought about I was like, man, we got tournaments coming up too. Do I want to save him for a tournament? No, but, no. Yeah. But he's just gorgeous. But I was like, Man, I really just want to take them both out there and just see how he does. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to do that pretty. I mean, quick. I'll be honest. If he's if he's going to screw up a hunt for you, I'd rather be a coyote. Hunt. I'd rather be a coyote hunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's which coyote. our buddy Austin would be like, what? No, <laughs> he is much more into coyote. Hunting. Yeah, but he takes his boy coyote hunting yeah. all the time, and he came. I mean, I don't know how old he is, but he he's not that old. I don't believe. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think. You know, yeah, just a few years old, four yeah. or five, maybe. I don't know. Well, those are. Genius words of wisdom that you bestowed yeah. upon okay, us. Okay, what were your genius words? You got anything? Just take your kids hunting. You won't regret it. Okay. See, mine, mine were at least more than three letters. Yours, was three the, words. It, yours is what the episodes call. You well, can't... I had to think of the damn title, <laughs> didn't I? How, how long did it take you to think of that? It, it was pretty quick. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Like <laughs> it's it was pretty simple. Take your kids hunting. You won't regret it. It was pretty obvious. Yeah. Sometimes I struggle with the damn title, though. Yeah, yeah I know. You ask me every time. And usually I always do this, but every time you send me, hey, what do you think of this for the intro or for the title? Yep, that's good because I do not care. <laughs> I don't think anybody else cares either. But they do. I don't think they so. Do. No. Got to put. We have to pour our heart and soul in this podcast, Micah. Sure, we just don't have to pour it into the stinking title. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nobody does that. I guarantee you, the people that listen to us have it on subscribed, and it just whenever it pops up, it plays. And you know what they just did? They just hit unsubscribe because you said you don't care. I didn't say anything about me not caring. I said said. they don't care about the damn title. That's all (laughs) I'm saying. So, Dude, 
that was a good show. I, I really had fun on that one. Yeah. Congrats to Cade, man. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's I, another memory he's always going to have. He's yeah. going to have this show, even if we don't do this podcast, you know, this time next year. Right. Which we're not planning on quitting, but. Never know. <laughs> hey, he's going to have this, you know, for the rest of his life. He can save this and listen to it and go back. And Yeah. You always remember your first. Yep. In many things. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. Because <laughs> I'm looking at you smirk at me. So I don't need to yep. go any further than Probably that. Probably better. But no, congratulations, Caden. Uh, really sucked that I couldn't be there. I really wanted to be there to help you guys, but uh, had something going on. I just can't remember what it yeah, was. I don't either. But. So, but congrats, buddy. All right, bud. We'll talk to you later. See you.